is I've liked Phil Campbell and the Barristers Sons quite a lot. I like their albums, both actually. I've seen them live and I like them there. I even bought a t-shirt. I've given it away now. I've got too many band t-shirts. I only gave it away to my wife. And um, it looks better on her than it ever did on me. However, Phil Campbell and the Barristers Sons are now different. Hello, Alfresco me, here again. Um, so you might hear some noise, birds singing, crickets chirruping, the odd sound of a policeman chasing a robber down the road, that sort of thing. And um, the reason why Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons are different is because the sons are still in place, but the vocalist has got Neil Starr, who I thought was a real asset to them. He had a big bluesy roar and uh, alive. He was a big guy as well. So, you know, he, he, you tend, you know, I tended to be drawn to him. I think he has to go rather than any kind of, I think it's time you're on your way, son. Um, and he's been replaced here by um, Joel Peters. Now, this has given, I don't know if it's because of Joel Peters and his more kind of grizzled and um, grainy vocal, which is lovely actually. I don't know if it's because of that or because they thought we need to do something a bit different or because they were just going that way. But this album, and, uh, and this album would be called Kings of the Asylum, this album sounds a little heavier than, uh, than the last two albums which were, of course, The Age of Absurdity, and we are the Barstards. So this one is a different offer. I'm not saying it's in any way inferior to those, because it's not, it just sounds different. So, you know, walking in circles sort of gives you a bit of both. It's big beating, it's fast, it's punchy, it opens out for the chorus, it's a kind of radio-ready feel to that. It's, um, it's got a massive Phil Campbell solo to it, and then it gives you a little grind. The vocals, as I said, are a bit grittier than they were with Neil Starr. And, um, and there's nothing wrong with that from Joel Peters, nothing wrong with that at all. But that's the, you know, that's the, that's the first track and it gives you what you need. It's nicely done to open it. It follows with Too Much Is Never Enough, which is Simple Dirty Rock. And there's no reason why you wouldn't like that. Who wouldn't want Simple Dirty Rock? Dirty, simple, simple, dirty, rock. Who wouldn't want it? Hammer and... and now then, have I got that right? Just bear with me a moment. Let me just check the title for this track. Just bear with me. Yeah, I'm right. It was called Hammer and Dance. But, but surely it's not called Hammer and Dance. I must have written that down wrong. Because I do do notes here, you know. I'm not just, it's not just extemporization. Because you can go blind. You want to be careful. Now, Hammer and Dance is a big bass with some power chords. Some of this sounds a bit more like the band that people will know Phil Campbell from, Motorhead. You know, it's, it does sound a bit like that because that big bass, because those power chords, but in the middle, we get a beautifully groovy feel. It's great. And then there's a racing solo, almost as if it's saying, the pubs are closing, but I get drinking quick. The title track is a slow bluser. Now, people just think that Motorhead were a fast, gritty, dirty, nasty band who has it's alleged, Lemmy said, if they moved in next door to you, your lawn would die. Now, it's a great line, but they didn't always do that. And actually, later on in their career, and their career was great from beginning to end, in my view, they, they did more bluesy stuff. And this is, 
in that kind of style and vibe. It's got an easy to like chorus. The solo starts and then says, look, there's all this. And, and it does, it opens up and you think, God, that looks good, don't it? It's a big offer. But then we get the hunt, which is faster. It does sound like Motorhead when they're pushing that speed. Fast, nasty, slows down for a bit of a grind, then cranks up again, as if to say, let's have a breather, lads, let's have a breather. Go on then, and again. Then you've got no guts, no glory. In fact, no guts, exclamation mark. No glory, exclamation point. I'm doing both for the UK and US markets. You see? That's fast as well. It's got a roiling guitar, a tough bridge and a chorus and then a, a hammering, sprinting about solo. Phil Campbell's still got loads of energy here. Great stuff. Ghosts has, it's got the most accessible, groovy middle. I have heard on a Phil Campbell and the Barstard Sun albums ever. Actually, it's really well done. And then we finish with Maniac, which has a big beat, bass, a big beat, a kind of rockabilly you know, the kind of Sex Pistols when they were doing that rockabilly stuff. Roughness, dirty, sassy. The chorus is F-U-C-K. That's what it begins with. And you know where you're going when a chorus begins with that, don't you? And you know where you're going with this album. It's tough at times. It never forgets that it needs to be accessible. It never forgets that actually the radio might like some of these tracks. And it's brilliant. It's a different offer to the band with Neil Starr. But Joel Peters does a fabulous job. He's tougher, and this music is often tougher, but that just makes the, the more accessible, more, I suppose, commercial parts a bit of a surprise, and a lovely surprise it is. This is still fantastic, no matter who's in the band, and for that, I'm delighted. Ta-ta.